Hello and welcome to Mumstoppable. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited to be here with you again this week. Now, as a reminder, this is not your regular parenting podcast. I will not be giving you any parenting tips or hacks because I believe you get enough of those from all the other podcasts and social channels out there. Instagram, I'm looking at you. Instead, this is an invitation from me to you to take 30 minutes out of your day to work on you, Mama. My name's Carly Nair, I'm a certified coach and mum of two boys, and I believe all mums deserve to feel seen, heard and supported. And I want to do that by bringing you expert coaching support whenever and wherever you need it. So commit to yourself now, mama. Commit to spending 30 minutes a week listening to this podcast and working on yourself. And by doing that, I promise your parenting will automatically benefit. I would love to hear what you think of Mumstoppable, so please feel free to email me at hello at mumstoppable.com with any feedback you have. And also let me know any further topics you'd like me to cover in future weeks. And if you do like what I'm doing, please review the podcast. Please subscribe. I'll be releasing a new episode every Monday morning just in time for school drop-off. And sign up to my weekly newsletter by visiting www.mumstoppable.com so you never miss an episode. And finally, for those of you that would like to read through the show notes, you can find those on the website at www.mumstoppable.com forward slash blog. Now that's the admin over, let's get started with today's topic. Welcome to episode two of Mumstoppable, in which we'll be talking about the load of motherhood. Now, before we get going, I have a confession to make, and that is when I was writing this script and wrote down the load of motherhood, I had a sudden moment of realisation that that's why we say the mother load. Mind actually blown. Anyway, mummers, the point is the juggle is real, but I am going to help you deal with it this week. Now, as a warning, next week I am going to go fully Christmas on you all because we'll be talking about how to survive the Christmas overwhelm, which is a massive deal for mums. So this week I'm gearing up to that a little bit. Um, As a warning, there are tales of elves and Christmas magic on today's show, so I recommend you do not listen to this with any little ears. This podcast should just be for yourself. So this week we'll be sprinkling a little bit of Santa's magic dust on the juggle. And that will happen when I go through the seven steps for dealing with the juggle as part of Coaching Corner later on. So please do stay tuned for that. Before that, though, let's talk about the juggle and what the heck that actually means for us mums. So I've had a quick Google of the word juggle in relation to motherhood and basically got landed with a load of sites that talk about juggling things like motherhood in terms of caring for a child with having a successful career, being a wife, all of the housework, including for a lot of mums being the primary chef and housekeeper, having hobbies, self-care like exercise, eating well, having a social life, all of those things. Now, I realise that not every mum listening will relate to everything on that list and also there'll be things that I've missed. But the point is that society has put an expectation on us as women to have to be able to do all the things all the time. And on top of that, as I alluded to just now, there is the invisible load. The things that often fall to us as mums by default. So that's things like arranging play dates, knowing when the family birthdays and special events are, being in charge of meal planning and food shopping and keeping the family eating a healthy diet, sorting out when to meet family members, especially over Christmas, sorting childcare over the holidays. And my favourite, being the default parent that the school calls when one of the kids is ill and needs picking up, which happens all the time in our house and it drives me absolutely nuts. Anyway, you get the picture, it's all of those things. So 
Again, the juggle is real. That is for sure. And sadly for us, it's not going away anytime soon. But how does it impact mums in the UK? So by now you should know that I'm a massive geek and love a stat. So I wanted to take this opportunity to revisit a stat that I mentioned briefly in last week's podcast. This one again comes from the same study published by Peanut app. Check it out if you haven't already. It's a brilliant place to meet mums locally. Um, And the stat says that 93% of UK mums feel unappreciated, unacknowledged or unseen. Now, is it any wonder that we are feeling like that when we have so much going on in our lives, which we are expected to multitask to achieve and yet get absolutely no credit or thanks for? I realise that's a big statement and also as a caveat, my husband is brilliant. He shares a lot of the load. However, there are things still default to me and that's with a brilliant husband who tries to take on as much as he can. Um, So yeah, absolutely. I can see that 93% of UK mums feel unappreciated and totally get it. I'm now going to put some colour around this issue with a really funny, hopefully, um, and Christmas related story which happened in the Mumstoppable house this week. Uh, So again, slightly self-indulgent, but hopefully it'll give you a bit of entertainment. So for some unknown reason, when my kids were little, I decided I didn't quite have enough on my plate as a fairly new mum at Christmas time. So I had the genius idea of joining the Elf on a Shelf craze. I again blame Instagram for this because all the setups looked so cute and fun. And I just imagined how happy my boys would be when they saw what mischief their little elves had gotten up to every night over the Christmas period. Um, As a side note, I realise I blame Instagram for a lot, but also it's my favourite social platform. So there we go. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of you feel my pain right now because we're currently eight years down the line with these sodding elves. My boys are eight and a half and nearly ten now. And they are the absolute bane of my existence every December. I cannot tell you how utterly distraught I am when I go to unpack the Christmas decorations and see the box I shoved them into the Christmas before. So this is scary. Eight years times about 24 days of December that these little sods have been visiting us equals 192 nights of having to think about what we are going to do with these elves to entertain our already overstimulated kids the next morning. And we rarely recycle the ideas because I don't think the kids would let us get away with it, basically. Ah! Anyway, I digress. So, last year, I found the mother of all hacks for Elf on the Shelf. I realised that I said at the start of this podcast and every podcast that I'm not going to give you parenting hacks, but this is too genius not to share. And I'm not even going to save it for the coaching corner section because you need this in your life right now. If you have an elf on the shelf and you hate the mental load of having to come up with ideas every night in December as much as me, get your phone out right now. Go to Instagram and look up Porky Penguin. Then check out their feed of amazing Elf on the Shelf capers and if you can afford a tenner, go to their website and buy the Elf Ideas Pack. I will also put a link to the Elf Ideas Pack in uh, the show notes for this. I'm sorry you've probably missed the boat now for this year, but do it for next year. I'm telling you now, it is a lifesaver. Essentially what it is, is a pack of cards with 24 ideas for Elf activities, but not just that. So you get prop cards for every day and also a QR code to scan so that you can see a picture of how to set it up properly. And I'm not kidding when I say this has been life changing for me. I first bought the pack last year and was so impressed that it's now my go to purchase for easing the juggle in the lead up to Christmas. This morning, for example, our cheeky little elves had peed into glasses and had a prop card which looked like a lemonade stand sign offering 
ice cold lemonade freshly peed for one pound per cup. The kids loved it and downed a cup of elf wee immediately. And because it was actually apple juice, that's one of their five a day sorted. So double win. And it took me all of about three minutes to set it up. And I completely avoided the stress of having to think of an idea, which to me is absolutely priceless. So there's a learning for you for a start. Do not be ashamed to take shortcuts to enable you to juggle the mental load. And also, please share these shortcuts with other mums because I am almost certain they would all appreciate the tips, me included. So please email me at hello at mumstoppable.com with your best ones. Anyway, we digress again because I've not even got to the invisible load part of the story yet. So... One night this week, those cheeky little elves had set up a tin can choir. And what that was, was about five or six um, like drinks cans, empty ones, which we pulled the ring pulls off and stuck googly eyes on. Um, And basically the the hole in the top of the can that you drink out of looked like a mouth. So they basically looked like they were angelically singing Christmas songs with the elves conducting them. And the prop card was like a music sheet. Now... The next day, so imagine we've, we've they've come and seen the tin can choir, the kids have loved it. The next day, the elves have now moved right to their next setting, next mischievous activity. And the kids come in and notice that the tin cans are in the recycling bin. And their immediate reaction was, wow, the elves have even cleaned up after themselves. And my husband agreed with a cheery, yeah, kids, the elves just use their magic to clear up each night. Now... I am a firm believer in magic and I want my kids to believe in magic for as long as possible. I was not having this because, like 93% of UK mums, I was feeling this part of the invisible load, the elves. So, I firmly told them all that no, the darling elves had in fact not cleared anything up, neither had they cleared up the ketchup that they squirted all over the kitchen the night before, and in fact it was dearest mummy who'd cleared up for them. Just like there is no fairy that washes everyone's clothes, neither is there a troll who pops in every night to clear up the kitchen. And with that, I dropped the mic and retired to the lounge feeling victorious. Actually, I went to put a wash on, but you get the drift. And that leads me on to my quote of the week, which I have to be honest with you, I found online, but I have no clue who said it, but it's so good not to use. So here we go. Mama, you can do anything, but not everything. You can do anything, but not everything. This is so important because I think a lot of the stress from the invisible load for mums comes from society's expectation, which we then put on ourselves, that we have to do everything all the time. And that if we don't do everything, we are failures as mothers, but also as women, as individuals. But mummers, that's not the case because if we try to do everything all the time, we're just going to burn out. I've seen it a million times. And that will mean we can't do anything until we recover. And that's bad news for our kids, our partners, our families, our friends. And most importantly, it's bad news for us. So there is no shame whatsoever in not trying to do everything. And that's what I want to talk about in today's Coaching Corner. Okay, so Coaching Corner is where the magic happens. Actually, I'm thinking about doing a jingle for this Coaching Corner segment. Would that be too much? Hmm, Maybe, but I'm feeling it. I might ask Santa for that one, so stay tuned. Anyway, we've been talking about the invisible load or the juggle, and this is a common topic that I find myself speaking with clients about, because as we've discussed, this is a real nightmare for mums, and actually not even just mums, but women everywhere. And it happens all year round, albeit it gets about 100 times worse in the lead up to Christmas. Now, there are many ways to deal with the juggle, and I'm sure we'll cover off a lot of them over the coming weeks because this issue will keep coming up in various guises. 
But I wanted to start with prioritization because as we've discovered, we can do anything, but not everything. So it seems sensible to start with sorting out what it is that we want to do and more importantly, what it is that we don't want to do. So my seven steps for dealing with the juggle this week are number one, acknowledge that you can do anything, but not everything. And as difficult as it is, try to be at peace with it. It is what it is. There are only so many hours in a day. We're all human and we need to accept that we just can't do everything. Number two, write a list. Now, I love a list. It's my favorite thing. But here is a tip within a tip. When you're writing that list, make sure you put down all the things you need to do, but also anything that is just playing on your mind. So the idea here is to make space in your brain. And to do that, we need to dump it all out onto a piece of paper or into the notes app of your phone or whatever it is that you're using. So don't just write down the things that you need to do. If there's anything that's bothering you, any thoughts, anything, literally anything that's in your brain right now, which is adding to the overwhelm, just write it down. Step three, now this is the fun part, shortlisting. I want you to go through your list using a pen. If it's on, if you're writing on a piece of paper, get a really lovely red pen or something and anything that's out of your control cross off anything you are realistically not going to get to anytime soon put a big red or black line through it anything that will sort itself out if you just leave it again cross off i want you to aim to have at least halved your original list by doing this be ruthless and remember we cannot do everything so as a reminder for this step three shortlisting you are crossing off in pen anything that's out of your control, anything you're realistically not going to get to anytime soon and anything that will sort itself out if you just leave it. Okay, step four is prioritise. So this is where a lot of mums come unstuck, but that's okay because I'm here to help. And I'm actually going to use a um, prioritisation method that I've used in my job. So I want you to start by putting your listed items that have not been crossed off into four categories and I will explain what they are. The first category is urgent and important. These are things that have to happen today. They've got to happen. Second category, important, but not urgent. So ideally you do them today, but it's okay if it happens tomorrow or the day after. Third one, urgent, but not important. This is anything that needs to be done very soon, like today or tomorrow maybe, but the tasks themselves are not really important. They don't need an expert to do them. And then the fourth and final category, my personal favourite, is neither urgent or important. Anything in this last category gets struck off the list with that pen again immediately. Um, Ideally, there'll be nothing left in this category because you'll have done such an amazing job with step three that you'll have crossed everything off. But if any stragglers have made it through, this is where you cross those guys off. Okay, so that leaves us with four categories of stuff that we need to do. And we can tackle those as follows. So the first category, neither urgent or important, we're going to go in reverse order. I've said this already, but get that pen back out and strike those off the list. They're not being done and that's fine. So just get rid of them. Next, we're going to tackle urgent, but not important. Now, these we've said are tasks that need to happen, but they don't really need like an expert to do them. So for these tasks, we're going to delegate these. So figure out who is going to be best placed to help with them. It might be your kids, it might be your partner, other family members or friends, and ask for help. And don't feel guilty about it, mama. You've got enough on your plate. And also, people will likely enjoy being able to offer you that support. 
So actually, you are doing them a favour by asking them for help because they'll really enjoy helping you. So urgent but not important, delegate those guys. Ask for help, whether it's your kids, your partner, whoever. Now, important but not urgent tasks, we're going to schedule these in because we know, yes, we'd like to do them today, but it's not essential. So what I want you to do here is go through your list of stuff that's in that category of important but not urgent and number them according to the order you want to tackle them in. Okay? And then the final category we're going to tackle is urgent and important. These are the ones we are going to tackle first. So again, number them according to the order you want to tackle them. Okay, that's five steps down. I realise we've covered a lot. So before you do anything else, step six, go and take a break. Go and do something totally unrelated to this to replenish your energy. It might be making a lovely hot cup of coffee and sitting down for 10 minutes. It might be popping out for a walk. Do something else that is not in any way related to the tasks or the juggle that you're trying to deal with. The idea here is that you'll come back after kind of 10, 20 minutes and you'll feel energised and ready to go. And then step seven is get stuck into your list. So start with delegating. That's the first thing. Start with the delegating because then you can cross them off your list immediately and that's a massive win. So you're delegating the urgent but not important ones, remember. Then start tackling the urgent and important items top of your list and just work your way down and if you get through those today excellent carry on with the important but not urgent ones and just keep going and remember to take breaks as you're working through these you can't do everything all at once i'm gonna leave it there because blimey that was a lot to cover off um if you do need a recap check out the show notes which are in a blog post on the website at www.mumstoppable.com forward slash blog and I will make sure I've listed out all of the steps for you there. They will also be on my Instagram channel at mumstoppable underscore. They'll be going up this Thursday. Speaking of which, I want to do a shout out now. A massive, massive, massive heartfelt thank you to Lucy for getting in touch with me with some feedback about last week's episode. You rightly mentioned that the coaching challenge examples I gave for a play date that you, um, I wanted you to do with yourself, so spending 30 minutes to an hour doing something just for you, the examples I gave may not have been particularly suited to, for example, single mums or mums who don't have the luxury of going out without the kids. Thank you so much for calling me out on this. I, um, it was completely unintentional. And the whole point of Mum Stoppable is that I want it to be accessible to all mums. So thank you. It really made me rethink how I talk about challenges and examples. I did try to address that specific feedback with a couple of posts on Instagram, which gave a load more examples for play dates with yourself, which included some at-home activities that you could even do with the kids in the house. Um, so if you want those examples, check out my Instagram page at mumstoppable underscore and you'll find those on there as well. Okay, so speaking of the coaching challenge, that leaves us with this week's activity, which because we've just gone through that massive list of steps, I'm going to keep it really simple. So the challenge this week is, I just want you to follow those seven steps and importantly, use that prioritization tool I taught you to fully prioritize your invisible load. So by the end of this week, I want you to feel at ease with the fact that you cannot do everything. And I want you to embrace delegating some of your listed items to other people. It will be hard and delegation is something we will talk about in future episodes because I've got tools with how you can get there in terms of feeling comfortable delegating. But give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. Um, Hopefully you'll get on really well. Yeah, I have faith in you. And that, mamas, brings us to the end of this week's podcast. 
Thank you once again for joining me and well done for spending the last half an hour doing something just for you. I'm so proud of you because I appreciate you've got so much on um, and you've done it. So really well done. Enjoy this week's coaching challenge. And as always, I would love to hear how you're getting on with the coaching challenge. So please feel free to send me an email at hello at mumstoppable.com or find me on Instagram at mumstoppable underscore and either comment on one of my posts there or send me a DM um, about how you're getting on. You will also be able to find reminders of the coaching corner tips and also the coaching challenge on there towards the end of each week. So have a look on there. And finally, if you want the notes from today's show, head to www.mumstoppable.com forward slash blog and just have a look for this week's episode. Over the coming weeks, I'm going to be talking to you about challenges facing mums ranging from feeling lost and like you don't know who you are anymore to surviving overwhelm as a mum to motherhood and the strains that puts on your relationships, to the struggle of returning to work. If you've liked what you've heard today, please do leave a review, please subscribe to the podcast and feel free to email me with any challenges you're facing which you'd like me to cover off in upcoming sessions. Please also feel free to let me have any feedback on the the podcast. I'm a big girl, I can take it, the good, the bad and the ugly, send it all through. I'm doing this for you guys, so I want to make it useful. For now, though, have an absolutely awesome rest of the week. And remember, I see you, Mama. You've got this. You are Mumstoppable. Stoppable.